How's it going, everybody? This is episode 13, I think it is, or 14. I've lost track a little bit, and uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. Uh, we're here in Dubai. It's 6 a.m., and uh, on, on Monday morning, we're going to get ready to uh, go and help uh, with the setup for the exhibition, take a look at where the stand area is, have a general meeting with all the uh, Tetrapack guys who were here this year to, uh, to help out and uh, talk with customers, so that's going to be uh, an interesting round for the morning. I didn't uh, get to uh, vlog the last um, two days and uh, that's something that I have not been very happy about. I was traveling on Saturday and you know most of yesterday as well, a little bit jet lagged although we did manage to uh, did manage our jet lag very well with a lot of hydration. We've got a little bit of a few videos I'm going to put together with that that I took yesterday and then we went to the, uh, the mall of Dubai or D Dubai mall um, yesterday evening, took a walk around got some uh, new t-shirts because I also didn't try on all the shirts that I brought with me and two of them are way too big now that I've lost some weight so that was uh, nice but also a bit frustrating because I could have easily brought something else so that's a bit bit irritating there. So it's going to be a really short episode today uh, just wanted to talk about uh, the, the jet lag management we've been hydrating we've been using our uh, hydrator from Vega Sports instead of our liquid IV and I'm going to post a video specifically about why we're using this and not the liquid IV uh, later but that's helped us stay really hydrated we drank lots of water on the plane we ate lots of fruit we went through everything that we talked about in the managed jet lag video and it worked out super good so we're very happy about that and uh, I didn't sleep very much on the flight I worked a bit watched some movies but um, Still, yesterday was a pretty good day. We didn't feel, I didn't feel jet lagged, hardly at all. So I'm very happy about that. But I'm not so happy about not being able to vlog. It was, it's a habit that I've got into now for nearly two weeks. And to do it for two days, not to do it for two days in a row, I sort of missed it, to be honest. And uh, I really wish that I had done it, but it just wasn't part of my routine for when I travel. And so it didn't feel familiar, you know, in an airport or in the morning when I got up or in the um, in the hotel once I got yes, arrived yesterday afternoon to just go around and start editing the video it just didn't feel right for me and uh, so that's something that I've got to work on and uh, got to try and be better at and uh, that's why I'm recording this episode now this morning and then I'm going to probably upload another episode this afternoon as well to try and catch up the next couple of days because uh, Whilst I know there's probably not too many of you out there who are burning, you know, for these episodes that I've missed doing, it's uh, it's not for you guys. Sorry, it's for me. Uh, it's it's a practice for me, and I enjoy it, and uh, so that's what I'm going to have to uh, do for myself. I got a question on my video that I did about liking life in Texas the other day, which was, what's the difference between life in Texas and life in Sweden? So I thought I would go into talking about that for um, a few more minutes for the rest of the rest of this uh, this episode. Sweden and Texas are obviously two very different things or Sweden and the USA are two very different places and I think there's a few different aspects that you can compare them on or at least aspects that I think are important. Um, now I don't want to get you know too political or any in fact I'm not going to get political at all in this. <clears throat> so we're going to start with the weather. Uh, Sweden, where I lived in south of Sweden in Malmo, is very northern European weather, as in it's grey and it rains a lot of the time. It has fantastic summers where the temperature is just 
almost perfect you know when it gets up there or even when it doesn't it's just absolutely fantastic in the summer but for six months of the year it's gray it's wet it's windy and it's miserable now if you're northern european like me that doesn't actually cause you much of a problem and i never really had a problem with the weather but if you're from other places I have some Mexican friends in um, in Sweden, for example. You can really struggle with that sort of thing, and it's something that you really need to you know be cognizant of if you're going to move there. Going for a vacation, it's not a problem. You just pack a rain jacket and a good pair of boots, and you're you're good to go. But living there, you do need to get used to the fact that you're going to be in a dark place for many for quite a few days, uh, or quite a few weeks and months actually, and it's going to be wet and windy, and it's just the weather's a little bit unpleasant doesn't bother me but I could say that in contrast in the USA we have much hotter summers generally in most of the states now you can go up to the northeast or the northwest and you can get a um, fairly similar climate to uh, northern Europe in some ways but it's still quite different because you've got a sort of a strong oceanic area and then in the mid mid you've got the tundra area which is much drier lower humidity in Texas the summers are way too hot for me I thought I could resist them but they are just killing me. I've spent two summers in Texas now and I've baked my ass off and um, it's too hot, too hot for me and that's it's not a climate that I'm used to, it's not a climate that I, I've been brought up in and uh, it just kills me whereas I talked to my Texan friend the other day and he's hating the fact that the weather has changed already, it's just switched to being colder but it's not, it's still like a Swedish summer you know to be to be fair and um, He's hating the cold, and I just don't understand it because he hates the hot as well. So it's a bit weird for me. Personally, I think the ideal climate in the USA for me is anywhere from sort of North Carolina and upwards. Obviously, you're avoiding tornado areas a little bit there. You're still not maybe getting a lot of snow, but I, I like the Northern European climate, and that's what I like. And uh, I also much more enjoy the climate when you're close to the sea, uh, whether it be the Atlantic or the Pacific or, you know, the, the, the Urusund or the North Sea. As you as you can be in um, in uh, in Sweden, that seems to also attract me a lot more. The other thing that I think about when I think about U.S. versus Sweden and my time living in both of those is transportation. I lived in Sweden for nine years. I never owned a car. I rented a car probably on five occasions during the whole time I was staying there, in order to do various things, usually for doing IKEA trips or to drive up into. Uh, Sweden for visiting friends or <clears throat> going to check something out and that worked brilliantly for me in Malmo they have a really good bus system they have a really good train system you can also use your bike to get around everywhere it's flat so all you've got to worry about is the rain and wind and that's not usually a big deal to be honest once you once you get used to it although in the latter years because I live very close to a bus stop I actually stopped using a bike completely and I just used to either use the bus or I used to walk if the weather was really good and I had time and that was great and that obviously promotes a big saving and in the US now I have as some of you will know I have a big pickup truck which I absolutely love probably because I spent nine years without a car I then went a bit over the top when I moved to the USA but it's um, that's also incredibly practical to have in Texas because Everywhere in Texas is built for big cars. You can't live in Texas without a car. There is no or little to no public transport, particularly where I live. So it would be impossible for me to basically get a, get around unless I relied on my own car or I relied on Uber or something like that. 
So the, the, those are the two things that you have to consider as well. And of course, there are places in the US that you can live where you don't need transportation, like New York City, like the Bay Area, uh, the Boston area, I assume, is also the same. But those are very isolated little pockets, whereas in Sweden, for the most part, unless you're living in one of the more remote villages, which are not very popular to live in, all the towns and cities have very good transportation, and they have very good transportation between them as well, which I think is uh, is really key. And I, I could get the train over to Denmark. I used to get the train to the airport all the time, and that works really well from a transportation point of view. If I own the truck that I own in the USA now in Sweden, and this comes to my third point, affordability, I couldn't afford to own that truck in Sweden. The fuel bill alone would be crippling. I mean, it would be probably 500 euros a month for me to fuel that car for the amount of driving that I would do. Then you've got the tax on top of that, the cost of the vehicle with the additional tax on the, on the purchase of the vehicle, it just wouldn't be affordable in any way, shape or form. And that's something to consider as well is that the cost of living in the US, I think or I understand is a lot lower. Now you have generally higher salaries in the US, you have generally lower taxes in the USA than you do in Sweden. You also have a general lower cost of groceries and goods tend to be a lot cheaper. So there isn't much in the USA that is more expensive than it is in Sweden. Housing, I think, is a little bit more expensive, particularly if you're in one of the cities. So I rented a two-bedroom apartment, which was a nice and a good size, and that was a lot more expensive than my one-bedroom apartment in Sweden. So that's my thoughts about the difference between uh, Sweden and the USA. I hope that was interesting for you guys. We've run a little bit longer than I was expecting this morning, but uh, that's not a problem. We'll fill, fill in even more this evening and uh, let you know how it went with the preparations for Gulf Foods. Catch you later.